to Our Morning Take. My name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. Good morning. Good morning. I know most of us are just a little groggy this morning. It's Monday. It's February. It's cold. <laughs> Miserable. Yeah, it's February, I, I hate but Mondays. It's, it's my favorite month, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, so there we go. And, uh, you know, it is February the 6th, and we all know by the podcast that you your birthday is coming up this weekend. Super excited. It's Sunday, right? It is. The Lord's Day. Yep, February the 12th. And, and I was born on a Sunday. There you go. So it's some kind of a miraculous... Uh, <laughs> you're still here, Abraham. Amen. Good Lord willing, you're going to make it to this weekend. That'll be great. Amen. Uh, we had a great time over the weekend. Uh, we had a homecoming dance at the school. But uh, we'll have to talk about all that uh, later and... Uh, and uh, we don't have time for that today. But we do want to kind of feature Abe this week since this is your week before your birthday. Oh, I feel honored. Listen, I think that's uh, that's a great thing, and, and we should. And, uh, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about Frederick Douglass a little bit later in the week. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our sponsor, uh, Christian uh, Community Academy, a little bit later in the week. But today, in the spirit of uh, wishing Abe a happy birthday, um, I kind of think that Abe... Uh, will share with us a couple of maybe personal insights in his life that has really meant a lot to him. Abe was raised in a very spiritual home. Like your mother was, uh, Abe told me that his mom had her, had her own name on her seat. Now, did she literally have her name on the seat or was everybody just knew that was her seat? No, on the window ledge, you know. But did they do that after she passed away or no, while she was attending yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, because she sat in the same seat all the time. And even if... My mom was running late or whatever. The ushers would not let anyone sit in her seat. Amen. Nor should they. Yeah. And it so was, did they have like the whole row saved or how many of your kids, uh, how many of her kids came? Oh, I know you um, did. Well, my, my, uh, my siblings were older, so it was me. It was about four of us. And then the grandchildren when they were, you know, around. So we would, we would take up a whole row because my dad didn't go to church. He and, would just go on special occasions. And when did your your dad pass? Is it uh, she outlived your dad by? Yeah, by four by four years. Oh, okay. So yeah. they were pretty much always together. Yeah. He just didn't come to church. No, he wasn't a he wasn't a church guy. But you told me that he had a different kind of. Uh... Well, he had a bad experience because my dad was a musician, and um, he would be playing in the clubs, and uh, he would see the church members there, and. They weren't portraying what they portrayed on Sunday. And uh, I'll never forget it. He, um, There was a guy that lived across the street from us, and he was like, you need to come to church. And he was just like, I'm not going to be a part of anything that you're involved in because you're a hypocrite. Wow. Because you were in the club last night, and now you're inviting me to church. Amen. And I don't want to be a part of that. You know, but don't you know today that that makes such an impact on your life? Oh, absolutely. Because you know who you represent. Amen. And you also know how that offended your dad. Oh, yes. So the number one thing, you need to live what it is that you say in church. Yes, and it's it's important because if we call ourselves believers, all eyes are on us. Right. Everything we do is scrutinized. Right. And people use that as an excuse to become believers or to not become believers. Exactly. You know, and it's important. And even though you and I might have had a great time uh, doing what we did Saturday night, we both knew that Sunday morning comes, 
we're part of a worship team. Amen. And we still want to bring God honor and glory. Amen. Because a good friend of mine and one of my mentors said something many years ago, and it has always resonated with me. Whatever you do on Saturday night affects what you do on Sunday. Yes, it does. And it, it really does. Amen. I definitely agree with that. Uh, so uh, tell me a story. There's a, I think, uh, you, you have, how many kids do you have? Four. Uh, all girls except for Abraham? Yeah, three girls and one boy. There you go, little Abraham. And, uh, and so your three girls, of course, are by a previous marriage? Yes, yes. And so, so which one uh, was the one that um, had the medical condition? You were telling me once about a, one that yeah, you my oldest, your miracle Yeah, my baby. oldest daughter, they used to call it a miracle baby. It's oh, funny okay. that we... Uh, we when was she born? She was born in 1990. 1990. Yeah. You know, Jennifer was born in 1990. Oh. That's my youngest. Wow. So, so that's kind of a, something the, we got together. They're the same age. Yeah. Her, her birthday is uh, just, just passed. Wow. We should have wished her happy birthday. What is so wrong about oh, me? Oh, wow. It was happy, January the 25th. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Jennifer. Jenny. We love you. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's, that funny. Much. it's funny because yeah. um, I was uh, talking to my daughter one day. We were talking about miracles because we were... We got on the subject of the Bible, and uh, we were talking about miracles, and we were talking about the impact of the parting of the Red Sea. And my daughter has all of these. She's just like me. She's like, when they're walking through, can they see the fish? Do they feel the mist of the waters being pushed back? Which are very valid questions. Yeah. Is it just dry? You know, as they're walking through, you know, can they see anything? And when they get across, do the waters instantly close? And, you know, it was just some valid questions. And we were just talking about miracles. And um, and she was like, you know, you don't really see anything like that anymore. And I was like, well, that's not true. Miracles happen all the time. And you were a miracle baby. You may not remember that, but you were. And she was just like, I kind of remember mom talking about it a few times. So I, so I proceeded to tell her. I said, when you're about three years old, you, uh, you were just acting really weird. And um, you had a fever and you were just like very listless. You didn't have any energy. And we didn't know whether you were getting a cold or something. And then your skin color started changing. It was like you had like some kind of rash or something. So we took you to the hospital and they were running all kinds of tests, and you know they couldn't figure out what it was. They wanted to do a spinal tap, and they wanted to do all of these things. So I left your mom at the hospital because I had to go to church. So I went to church, and uh, I told Pastor and Sister Jackson what was going on, and they were like, "We're going to after service, we are coming to the hospital, and we're going to pray for Ashley." Mm. Now, I was brought up you know, in the church, and I could have easily stayed at the hospital, but I needed to go to church, and I went. Well, d don't you think, and, and uh, not to cut you in the end of the story, but I've always thought that that's like a special thing to do when you have somebody going through whatever it is. Yeah. Like, if it's time to go to church, I want to get around my brothers and sisters. Yeah, I want to let them know what's going on. I want them praying for me. Absolutely. And I also want to seek the Lord, too. Absolutely. And I was on the worship team because, you know, obviously I was playing. And uh, I went and um, I, uh, you know, I, you know, we had an amazing service. And like I said, 
Pastor Jackson said he's going to come to the hospital and pray. So he came up and he prayed. And oh man, God rest his soul. He was just he was just an incredible man of God. And um, he prayed and he left. And not even 15 minutes after he left, she started showing, you know, signs. You know, her fever went away. She started, you know, playing and recognizing things. And she went home the next day. That's amazing. She went from no one knowing what was wrong to being fine. And she went home the next day. Amazing. That's a miracle. Yeah. And so as I'm talking to her about it, she's quiet on the phone. And I'm just like, what's wrong? She's like, I had no idea that it was like that. I was like, yeah, it was a miracle. It was a miracle. Miracle. And that's why they called you the miracle baby. And God does these things sometimes because we pray. And then sometimes because we are his children. Yes. In spite of our own unfaithfulness. Amen. And sometimes he does these things to show others who don't believe who he is. Because I'm going to give you another example. My boss has a daughter. She has four daughters, and one of them goes to church, and the other ones, they just do whatever. So she's, she's a, she says she's a believer, but, you know, she doesn't go to church or whatever the case may be. But, you know, if you saw her at work, you wouldn't know she was a believer. But that's neither here nor there. Her daughter, her grandson, and um, her youngest daughter are on their way to Virginia, and the car gets totaled, and no one comes out. No, they come out with no scratches, no nothing. Baby's in the car seat. If you saw the car, you couldn't believe that anyone survived. Mm. And uh, she was just like, uh, you know, God was protecting, you know, my family. I said, yes, he was, but that wasn't for Michaela. That was for you. Amen. I told her, I said, that was for you. That wasn't for Michaela. That's right. Wonderful insights, Abraham. Amen. I can't wait to get to the rest of the week. Miracles still happen. Happy birthday.